Welcome back to the Yes Fitness Functional Longevity Podcast. My name is Chris Borda. I am best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness, and I want to thank you for taking some time with to listen to what I have to say today. I'm checking out some Facebook message here. I'll make sure that we're, not, we're getting up and running correctly today because we've had technology problems all day long. But it looks like things are running correctly. So, again, thank you very much for taking some time from your busy day to listen to what I have to say. Uh, hopefully I'm going to give you insight onto how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. We don't have any housekeeping right now, so let's just get right into this. Um, Wearables are a big thing in the fitness industry right now, and one of the hotter trends that I get a lot of questions about is HRV, or heart rate variable training. So heart rate variable training is utilized to help people determine if their body is in the best state to train or to work out. It only makes sense that when we want to go to work out, that we want to be at our best so we can get the most out of our workout. So here is the theory behind this, okay? And I want to stress the word theory here. You may work out a train at a specific schedule, but your body varies by day to day. So why shouldn't your schedule vary by day to day? Some days we might feel at the top of our game, ready to go, ready to crush it, while other days we might feel exhausted, not up for training. This variation in energy, this different variation in energy level leads to one important question. Who do we listen to? Do we listen to the schedule when we're supposed to work out, when we've decided we're supposed to work out, or do we listen to our bodies? We're going to listen to what our body has to say. So the short answer to that is we want to keep your routine. We want to keep that schedule, okay? But let your body have some input. So with HRV information, heart rate variable information, you adjust your workouts so that harder training days align with your body's readiness to train, not the calendar. You will have a responsive training plan based upon your body's performance capacity directly rather than just based off a calendar. So as a popular metaphor here, the heart doesn't beat as regular as a metronome. It doesn't go tick, tick. Okay? It changes its rhythm with each beat. This constant variation in milliseconds between your heart rate is known as heart rate variable or HRV. So H HRV or heart rate variable is a measure of your autonomic nervous system that is widely considered one of the best objective metrics for physical fitness and determining if your body's readiness to perform. So HRV is a sign of your training capacity. So you'll know what I'm talking about if you're wearing a wearable, like I wear this Aura ring, or if you're wearing an Apple Watch or something like that, or a Whoop. You'll know you've heard and read about this term before. So heart rate variable is the variance in time between the beats of your heart. So if your heart rate is 60 beats per minute, it's not beating every single second, once every second, okay? Within that minute's time, there may be 0.7 seconds between two beats, and in other times it might be 1.26 seconds between two other beats. The greater the variable is, 
the more ready your body is to execute at a higher level. HRV is the constant variation in milliseconds between your heartbeats. It's a strong indicator of your body's training capacity and reflects the activity of the autonomic nervous system or ANS going forward, okay? So what is ANS? What is your automatic nervous system? That regulates certain body processes such as blood pressure and your rate of breathing. The system works automatically or it works autonomously without a person's conscious effort at all. So the automatic autonomic nervous system, it's a mouthful for me this afternoon, is the part of the nervous system that supplies the internal organs, including blood vessels, stomach, intestines, your liver, your kidneys, your bladders, your lungs, your pupils, your heart, sweat, salivary glands, digestive glands. It encompasses all of this. And the autonomic nervous system has two main divisions, the sympathetic, which is activating, and the parasympathetic, which is deactivating. So follow me here with the science a little bit here, okay? The sympathetic branch, often called, you might have heard of this before, the fight or flight reflex, responds to things like stress and exercise and increase your heart rate. The parasympathetic branch, which is often referred to as the rest and digest, handles input from internal organs like the digestive system or your fingernails and your hair growing and things like that it causes a decrease in heart rate. So heart rate variable comes when these two competing branches simultaneously sending signals to your heart. If your nervous system is balanced, your heart is constantly being told to beat slower or by your parasympathetic nervous system or beating faster by the sympathetic system. This causes a fluctuation in your heart rate thus HRV. After the autonomic nervous system receives information about the body and the external environment, it responds by stimulating body processes, usually through the sympathetic division, which is inhibiting, and then, or that, it will go through the parasympathetic division, which will be less inhibiting. So the autonomic nervous system controls internal body processes, not just those organs, but in the body's processes like blood pressure, heart rate, breathing rates, your temperature, your digestion, your metabolism, thus it's affecting your body weight, the balance of water and electrolytes, the production of body fluids like sweat and tears, urination, sexual response, and things like that. So many organs are controlled primarily by either sympathetic or parasympathetic division. Sometimes the two divisions have opposite effects on the same organ. So for example, the sympathetic division increases blood pressure while the parasympathetic division decreases it. They both will affect the blood pressure. Overall, the two divisions work together to ensure the body responds appropriately to different situations. Your HRV indicates how your ANS is balancing its responsibilities. So on one hand, your fight or flight system is, being, is using energy to maximize short-term performance. 
depending upon resources to respond to mental and physical stresses, like a daily stress or your workout. On the other hand, your rest and digest system needs the energy to prioritize long-term survival, demanding resources to maintain homeostasis and repair your body, strengthen muscles, and support your immune system. They kind of work together, but they work against each other. You need both to prepare for athletic or workout feats. You need fight or flight, but you also need recovery afterwards, rest and digest. So both systems take place, and you need both systems to work out or have an athletic feat. HRV reflects the balance as a holistic measure of total load. The more you demand of yourself daily, the less you have in the tank to train effectively. So consider HRV to be your training fuel gauge, kind of like you're the fuel in the tank, that you, the gauge that you would have in your car. If your HRV is lower than your average, energy demands are already high from one branch of the ANS. Meanwhile, your fight or flight is engaged from, you know, fighting chronic stress or your rest or digest is actively fighting a cold. So pushing now is asking your body to expand resources. Like if you go to work out now when you're in this situation, you're going to ask your body to expand resources. It might not have. Putting you at risk for overtraining and stressing your body beyond what it can handle. It's good to know what the HRV is. If your HRV is higher than your average, you are ready, set, go. You are ready to move. Your ANS is prepared to respond productively to stress, flexibility, moving between fight or flight, action, and rest and digest recovery. So you're ready to go. Pushing now allows you to capitalize on your body's recovery capacity, helping it bounce back from a hard workout. So it would seem to make sense if you know what your HRV is that you would have an insight on whether you should train hard or maybe you should rest. So if you were in a calendar schedule, like this is when I'm supposed to work out, let's say I work out five days a week, when you get to Tuesday, your HRV might tell you not to work as hard. So some things to keep in mind. If you're trying to balance your training and recovery days, it can be difficult to know where the line is until you've crossed it. By monitoring your HRV, you can see when your body is ready for an intense workout. Look for these patterns relative to your baseline. So a small drop in HRV, so you have a baseline number. If your HRV drops below that, is, drops below normal, as you recover from training, alternating between physical stress and recovery. You might have a large drop in HRV is an early warning sign that you may be overworking your system. A hard training session, especially top, especially on top of accumulating fatigue, will lower your HRV. A consistently low HRV outside of the normal range is a sign that you're not allocating enough time to recovery. We've been talking about recovery a lot lately. So why is HRV a sign of fitness? When you have a high heart rate variable, it means that your body is responsive to both sets of inputs, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. This is a sign that your nervous system is balanced 
and your body is capable of adapting to the environment and the performance at its best. So, hey, that's the time to work out. On the other hand, if you have low heart rate variable, one branch is dominating, usually sympathetic. The fight or flight is dominating and sending stronger signals to your heart than the other. There are times when this is a good thing, like if you're running a race or you're competing. You want your body to focus on allocating resources to your legs as opposed to your digestive. Legs being sympathetic and your digestive system being a parasympathetic. So you don't want your energy going to your stomach if you're trying to run a race or compete in an event. However, if you're not doing something active, low HRV indicates your body is working hard for some other reason. It might be fatigued, dehydrated, stressed, or sick and need to recover, which leaves fewer resources available to, to dictate towards exercising, competing, and giving a presentation at work or something like that. To look at it another way, the less one branch is dominating the other, the more room there is for sympathetic activity or sympathetic branch to be able to come on in and dominate which is why high HRV suggests you're fit and ready to go. So question I get sometimes is what is a normal heart rate variable? So heart rate variable is an extremely sensitive metric. It fluctuates greatly throughout the day from one day to the next and from one person to another. People often wonder what should my HRV and how does mine compare to other people? You shouldn't be comparing it to other people. For the most part, HRV decreases as people get older. Younger people tend to have higher HRV than older people, and males often have higher HRV than females. Elite athletes usually have greater heart rate variable than the rest of us. And within that subset, endurance athletes regularly have higher HRV than strength-based athletes. But none of this is absolute. It's very individualized. There's plenty of extremely fit and healthy people who have HRVs who is regularly in the 40s. So you can't really take a look at what the normal is. It's specific to you. What constitutes a healthy HRV differs for everyone. The better question is, what is a good HRV trend for me personally, and what can I do to make that happen? So HRV has some different things and trends you need to look at. When you begin using HR variable monitoring, you may notice that HRV varies from day to day. It can be attributed to many factors that affect it more shortly than others and perfectly normal. If your friend has a higher HRV than you, this is not an indication that they are more fit than you. Rather than comparing your heart rate variable to others, a more practical use of HRV is to look at your own trends. So, for example, if you're taking steps to improve your fitness and overall health over time, you should see a gradual increase in your average heart rate variable. So there's certain factors that go into heart rate variable, okay? And here are some of the things that go into it. You, some training factors. Your volume, the intensity of your training, um, whether you're getting enough recovery in between training sessions, some lifestyle factors are your diet, your nutrition, whether you're drinking alcohol, whether you're under some stress or not, um, biologically, you know, 
it's specific to you. So there's all different factors that go into this, okay, what your genetics are. Some people just have genetically born with a higher HRV values. So how to improve your HRV variable, okay, would be to do some intelligent training. Don't overdo it. Don't push yourself too hard. Many days without allowing your body to recover. We just tell you that whether you're doing an HRV or not, right? Whether you're monitoring HRV or not. Hydration, the better hydrated you are, the easier it is for your blood to circulate and deliver oxygen and nutrients to your body. So aim to drink a lot of water. Avoid alcohol. One night of drinking may negatively affect your HRV for up to five days. And steady, healthy habits, diet habits. So poor nutrition has adverse effects on HRD, HRV, as does eating in unexpected times. Sleep. These are all the things we talk about, all the things we need to get into our bodies correctly to live a little bit longer. So it is not just the amount of sleep you have that matters, but also the quality and the consistency of your sleep. Going to bed and waking up at similar times is very beneficial. So these are all different things that will help you, you know, improve your HRV. But remember what I said in the beginning. This HRV training is a theory. It's not actually accurate enough to base one's training on. So if you are using HRV to determine when you should train hard and not to train hard, I'm here to tell you that it's not right. It's not something that you should be doing. So the, a study published in PubMed back in February 2018, and it was about can wearable devices accurately measure heart rate variable. And it was a systematic review. So when we're talking about wearable devices, we're talking about the things that we're wearing our wrist and things that we might be wearing on our, our thing like I do myself, a ring. So the reason why they did this is a growing number of wearable devices claim to provide accurate cheap and easily applicable heart rate variable information. And the purpose of this systematic review is to investigate if a wearable device provide reliable and precise measurements of classic HRV parameters. And what they concluded was that wearable devices may provide a promising alternative solution for measuring HRV. However, more robust studies in non- stationary conditions are needed using an appropriate methodology in terms of the number of involved acquisitions and analyst techniques. So what does that all say? It says it's, it's not yet there yet. The technology is not there yet. The best wearable out there right now is the Apple Watch. So, and they've done studies on this. 95% of the differences fall between minus 27 beats per minute and tw plus 29 beats per minute of an electrocardiogram. Minus 29, pardon me, minus 27 and plus 29 is not good. It's like 75%. It's not even in the ballpark of accuracy, yet we're using it to determine whether we should train or not, how hard we should train or not. Technology companies, they're not going to spend a lot of money on technology if they don't have to. They're only going to build the best that they need to at the time. So if there's something, that, a unit on the market right now that's 75% accurate, they're going to make one that's 75% accurate so they can say that they're the best. And that's where, I mean, pardon me, that's where Apple is right now. The best way 
to monitor your heart rate is with a chest strap. The further these devices get from your heart, the less accurate they are. So if the device is not very accurate, if it's only 75% of determining what your heart rate is, how is it going to give you good data for a heart rate variable? So that's a difficult thing with this. So Brandon Marcello, this guy's brilliant, he's the world's leading authority on recovery, says that wearable is the, at best a random number generator. But I have some good news for you. The good news is that Apple is trying to get into the health market. And to get medical grade, they have to tighten their error. Okay, they have to tighten things up. So they have to take that better than 75%. They need to move that. They need to, instead of being a minus 27, they need to get that closer. They need to be a minus 10. Instead of being a plus 29, they need to get a plus 10. Because it just, you, if the heart rate's, that are being generated are not correct, you can't be generating the correct heart rate variable information. So the reality is, even beyond all that, HRV isn't just a measurement of sympathetic and parasympathetic systems. It is influenced by a whole number of physiological systems that resides in our bodies and they work concurrently with each other. It's not just about parasympathetic in sympathetic systems. It's not just about that. There are other in things that are influencing it. And it's just not that simple. It's not that simple of those two things. So the other thing is, let's assume that it is measuring HRV correctly, right? And you were to sit down and eat a big lunch. The parasympathetic activity to your heart is suppressed after lunch, okay? So now you will show up more of a sympathetic position, okay? And your HRV, your heart rate, is, has to increase. So your HRV is going to look like, hey, you can't work out right now because you're going to be in a, a sympathetic system. When really all that's happening is you're trying to get some blood flow to digest your food. Now, you probably don't want to work out while you've just, after you've just eaten. But if you look at that in your HRV the trends or patterns, it's going to throw it off. So again, HRV really is not an accurate way to determine how we should be training. It's, it's just not good for those decisions. We're not getting accurate heart rate information and we're utilizing that inaccurate information to determine HRV. So what are wearables all about? Because I, I, wear, I wear an Aura Ring. An Aura Ring happens to be pretty good, pretty accurate. At, um, determine your heart rate, um, especially when you're sleeping because of where it's sitting on the on the uh, the finger. But with that Apple Watch, it has to be in the exact spot with the right amount of tension to even give the information that the accuracy that we just talked about. I think they're good tools. I think they help us become more aware. But it should not be the end all. It should not help you determine whether you should be training or not. Just like if we're going to determine, hey, I didn't get my 10,000 steps in. Are those 10,000 steps accurate? Really, they're not accurate. But it's an awareness to say, hey, you know what? I didn't move enough today, so let's move. Or with the Apple Watch, I didn't close my ring, so I need to get the activity in to close my rings. So use it as a tool like that. Don't use it as, a, as an end all tool that say, hey, you know what? My HRV says that I should not train hard today, so I'm not going to train hard today. When in reality, it could just be because you had a, a big meal. So that's what I have for you today. If you have any questions on HRV, 
certainly get a hold of me. I'd be more than happy to answer them for you. I hope this helps you a little bit for those people that are utilizing this type of technology. And um, that's what we got. So I appreciate you taking time to listen to what I have to say. And uh, look for me again next week. We're going to give you more insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Have a great evening.